Micropods by PCL, presented by Tessitura Productions. Hey everybody, welcome back to Micropods episode 5. I'm Kyle McGraw, sitting here with my best buddy Jake Sperlin, and we're still trapped in 2057 trying to find our way back. Kyle, what are you talking about, man? We're not going back. That show at the Black Bear Diner was the best we've ever played. Dude, it's October 28th, and everybody is listening to it back in 2021. You know what that means, right? Yeah, our new song... For Your Own Good comes out tomorrow. Exactly. So go listen to it everywhere you listen to music. And be sure to subscribe to this podcast. It's free. Make sure to rate it five stars and leave us a good review. Yeah, and if you don't leave us a good review, I'll make sure to gouge out your eyeballs and skull fuck you. What's going on, guys? Still going strong with your podcast? Jake, your balls are hanging out, man. Yeah, whatever. They got stuck in the big time warp and stretched out. Big fucking deal. Hey, you scumbag alien. Get us back to 2021. All right. I'm only doing this because I actually like you guys. And I want you to have a good time. So here's a new amp key. Don't fuck this one up. It's stronger and more powerful than ever. Bang, bang. Hell yeah, dude. We're back. Tomorrow's going to be sick. Yeah, man. We should get Jesse over here to finish this episode with us. I'll give him a call right now. Yo, what up? Jesse, what up, dude? You pumped for the release tomorrow? Fuck yeah, I'm stoked, dude. Jake and I are doing a podcast right now. Want to come over? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll be there in 10. All right, man. I'll see you then. Carl, I don't think we should fuck with this amp tube anymore. I think we should get rid of it. Yeah, let's bury this bitch. Well, after this podcast, I hope we never see it again. 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 Welcome back, everyone, to yet another episode of Micropods. Jake and I have a very special episode for you all today. Yeah, so we're here with our good friend, old teammate, and old bandmate, Jesse Posey. We are releasing a new song tomorrow featuring Jesse, and it's a great one. It's called For Your Own Good. Yeah, so we're going to talk about everything from the history of the song, the production, writing, and the recording process. Then we're going to get into it with Jesse about his acting career, find out what he's got cooking up. Yeah, so let's get right into it. This is Micropods with PCL. That was a very quick segment one, everybody. <laughs> That's why it's called Micropods. <laughs> that whole thing that we did in the beginning right there took us like 20 minutes to write. And it took 20 seconds to perform. Anyways, Jesse, what's going on, dude? What's up, dudes? What's going on? Happy to be here. Um, what's going on? Not much, dude. Chilling. Living. Just trying to do it, man. Yeah. Whatever that is. Just, you know, like all of us. Just trying, Absolutely. Just trying to be as much as we can be. We wanted to talk about how uh, how this even came to be possible, this song that we're releasing tomorrow. Uh. Um, you know, I think, I'm pretty sure we've been playing baseball against each other without knowing each other since we were little kids. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, in high school, we went to Hart, we went to West Ranch, and then somewhere along the line, our paths just 
brought us to uh, COC. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cock. Yeah, yeah, but but thinking back on it, I do remember there were a few times where we did cross paths, and uh, there's a video of me playing baseball and getting hit against West Ranch, and you tell me you were catching in that. <laughs> oh, video. you posted yeah. that on Instagram. Yeah, and I remember that. There was a party that I went to that you told me you were at at Hanks's. Yeah, I think I smoked spice for the very first time of my life, and I that sounds I, about right. Yeah. I hadn't smoked weed before. Oh, terrifying! And I think that is what kind of ruined my life my my weed experience <laughs> my, my marijuana experience could be man i that spice stuff is is spooky yeah it's um, just soap is, is it <laughs> soap <laughs> just a fuck ton of chemicals yes whatever it is it's bad. just a lot of soap don't do it yeah just a lot of soap you just stick stick to bath salts not yeah not bath salts. <laughs> um but yeah then we finally came together at coc yeah and it's it's funny it's kind of like how this band started um you you found out that I was into a similar music scene. Yeah. Like, Do you even know what happened? Huh? Oh, you know, oh we were the, wearing with, the same the shoes. shoes. Oh, yeah. So so <laughs> I guess Jake and I met first. I mean, we all met at the same time, but like, yeah, but there's like 20 fucking people on that team. Yeah. 20 people. There's like 50 people there. there 50 people there a lot. on that team. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Jake and I were wearing the same shoes, Macbeths, which is like the shoe version of Atticus, which was started by the Blink guys. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, it's like if you're a bro, you wear famous stars and straps. If you're a fucking, if you're into the Blink music shit, mm-hmm. you wear Atticus and Macbeth. And that's what we were wearing. And then I guess you relay that to Kyle, mm-hmm. that I'm into that music scene. And that makes probably three of us in the, all of Santa Cruz Valley who are into that music scene. Yeah, pretty so, much. So when you meet someone who's into the same scene like that, you kind of have to be friends with them. And so right off the bat, we kind of we kind of talked a little bit about that. And then you said, hey, man, we should start a band. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't really know how to play music. And you said, neither do I, so let's just try it. <laughs> <laughs> but you knew a little guitar. Kyle was the only one bit. who knew how to play an instrument. Yeah. Yeah, um, but, but barely. I, I didn't know how to, like, record it. Yeah, so we just decided we were gonna we were going to learn together. And I think... I think at first we thought, wow, this is going to be great and, and fun and it's exciting. And it was like, you know, yeah, we, had, was. we had a lot of fun, but I think we, I think we partied more than we did play music. Yeah, definitely. We did have that's, fun. That's we had a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then, then we kind of settled down and started writing and found out we wrote some good shit, learned how to play our instruments a little bit, uh, learned how to record music. Well, the two of you guys did that, um, whatever that little Jizz program. Masters. Yeah. The, the gig masters oh, yeah. at the route 66. Yeah. yeah. And this, he did that a couple times without, you. without me. Who was, it was, well, did what, I play bass? No, no, no. You, I don't even, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. What I think doing. you did a little bit, but who was the main, we did, uh, Lars, Lars, yeah, Lars, yeah. Lars. Remember how playing? many, how many of this did we do? Just one. I think you did two. You did. I, I, did I remember. I, did I remember. Before and I was like, "Hey, this is pretty cool." Because I remember the first you know, one, we'll Zach be... Baker was playing drums, and then the second one was Ben. Yeah. Zach Baker plays for a fucking sick ass touring band now. I know they're really good. Yeah, they're uh, they're fucking unreal. I don't know um, Zach Baker. He went, he, to, played... he went to Hart and played baseball. Yeah, he played baseball. I don't know if he He's... played baseball in high school. How old is he? Is he old? He's a year younger than me. Does he have a brother? I don't know. Anyways, yeah, and then this song for your own good. We, I think it was like the first real shit that we put together, mm-hmm. absolutely. Which was in pretty early on, it's in the beginning. Yeah. We were at um, Sound Studios. I don't know. I don't know why, because we, Kyle and I, met Rob at Guitar Center. Uh-huh. I don't know how that became a thing. I think he just found out that we went to West Ranch and he went to West Ranch like 
20 years before us. And that you guys like similar music. Right, right. Which is right. A, big, a big hook. Right, so you might, Kyle might have called him to come jam or something. We went to Sound Studios to play a bunch of Blink songs, and he's like, oh, I have this riff. Uh-huh. And, and that's where it came from? That's where it came from. Mm. Oh, and then, so, fucking, we, we wrote it, and then I, I just found the first demo we did of it on my phone, <laughs> and I think it was from 2016. Yeah, at, um, what's that guy's at name? Mike. Mike? Fucking Mike Powell's, Mike Powell's, Powell's house. house. Um... Yeah, and uh, I thought that was the coolest shit. Like, I remember, I remember like coming home and uh, you know showing my showing my family. I think it was like right around the time where we would have had like a huge family party, and like I played it like it was going... just, it was December time. Yeah, so mm-hmm. maybe it was like it was probably like Christmas Eve or something, mm-hmm. and I played it for my family, and they're like, "This is kind of cool," yeah. you know. And now it's just been completely. Uh... Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear the demo. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you don't. The demo, yeah, so, I do. so if you listen to both Come of them, you, Hold the, on. The, the demo is, is awful. But so there's something, that's what, there's something that's really awesome, like though. endearing about it. Something like yeah. the mood of it is like, I don't know. It's, do you remember it, when we started recording the songs that summer before we went on tour? Yeah. I still have those. Do you? On the, um, Even when we were recording in the, in the car? No. No, I don't have those. Mm. This was the one that we uploaded all the um we recorded to, the, like eight to the Google Docs uh-huh. or whatever Google whatever um, Google Drive, whatever the heck it yeah. was. Uh-huh. They're good? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not going to yeah. play it? Oh, I'll, I'll play it. Hold on. Let me just um, find it. But I was going to, yeah. Well, we were just talking about tour and like the summer before we went on tour, like how we were, how we're like, all right, it's fucking, it's time to grind. It's time to get this shit together. Yeah. Um, you know, this is a great opportunity. Wanted to, you know, because we were touring with not only my brother's band, yeah. which was dope at the time, it was a, a former band he was in, but also, and then this cool indie indie punk band called Hold Close, they're dope. But then this punk band called Waster, right. who had just gotten off a tour opening up for Neck Deep. Yes, yeah. and then we're opening up for Waster, so we a, thought it was of a big it, deal to it us. It was huge. Mm-hmm. It was the biggest we're shit like, ever. We cannot miss this opportunity. No, and we didn't. No, I think we came close a couple times. We were wondering if we should do it, if we had enough money, if mm-hmm. we had enough of a band to do. Yeah, it. I mean, because because like, Ben I was, was still in senior yeah, in high our school. drummer was in high school. And Kyle wasn't was in eighteen school. yet. I was in I was in college, and we're like, shoot, are we even going to be able to? Like, is this a good idea? Yeah, we're like, well, we got to like release some music before we go on this tour, and we didn't, right? We didn't, no. we didn't, and then we're like, shoot, should we even do this? Yeah, and we did, and it's. It was hands down the best time of my life. Yeah, I've been chasing that high ever since. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was the coolest ride ever, man. I mean, it, it, was, it lasted about five or six days. We went through Arizona, all through Cal- not all through, but a few a few stops in California, one stop Arizona, and then three in Texas, mm-hmm. and um, just fucking even just being there on even if we weren't playing, just right. being there touring with these other bands was just the coolest shit. Yeah, you know, absolutely, we, we, just, we loved what, it. What was your favorite show? Uh, I, already, I think I know, but probably the Nile in Arizona. Was it called the Nile? Mesa. No, so the Nile it was theater. called it was called the Underground, oh, the underground Nile. which was below ground of yeah. the Nile Theater. Yeah. The underground at the Nile. But that was that, I, yeah. think, I think that was mine. It was just there was just so much energy. Someone mm-hmm. someone opened for us. Yeah, that was, so that was, was the, why the, the it was room cool. was, the room was hot. <laughs> and some of our friends were there. We had some friends right. who lived in Arizona who showed up, which was dope. Also, at that time, like that, I feel like that show itself was like the turning point. To where we're like, 
fuck, like, we're all warmed up now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We were out um, of California. We were out of our home. Yes. We were way, we, the people that were there were only there to listen to that kind of music. Yeah. Where we Which weren't. Is so sick. Where we, like, yeah, Chain Reaction's still close enough for people to go, but, like, the Roxy. It was family it was and friends. Just fa- it was just family and friends who just felt obligated to go. <laughs> yeah. Even though they had a good time. And, yeah, and, which was cool. We played at the freaking Roxy. And we had been playing local shows in our hometown at, right. this, at this one venue across the street, which is really you remember cool, right, too. Do you remember right before we left what we did? We oh, we, no. we played in front of uh, 2,000 people. Oh, at Hart High School? Yeah. That was before we went on tour? I think so. Yeah, we played all the small things in front of like 16-year-olds, but it was kind of dope. It was kind of funny. It was like a whiteout themed, I think. Yeah, it was for like some rally. Because um, Ben still went there. That was, you know, I went to Hart High School, and that was the only rally I had ever gone to. Four years after I graduated. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we went on tour, uh, and it was dope. It was it was the coolest tour ever. Only tour. Then we came out with For Your Own Good. No, uh, Melancholy. Melancholy. Yes. That kind of. I and then I think it needed a I, little bit more work. Yeah, we it, we jumped the gun a little bit, and all throughout those years, we worked on For Your Own Good. Um, and it's just gotten better and better over time. And I think, I think what we release is going to be fucking. Yeah. So what shit. everyone, what everyone's going to hear tomorrow, um, it's the best production hands down that I've ever done. Put a lot into it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just the a lot best, of history in it. Yeah, there is. It's the best performance that I think all of us mm-hmm. have done thus far. You mm-hmm. know, who mm-hmm. knows? Maybe, maybe we get another one in the future. I'd love to. Uh, we have. A lot of songs that we wrote uh, before this tour, like, like we were talking about during that summer, I would hope that eventually would see the light of day because there were there were some good ones, you know. Yeah, they should. Um, but yeah, after this tour happened, whatever, you know, I was finishing up school. Um, Jake was doing his thing. We we parted ways, and uh, you began pursuing your acting career. Yep. I mean, I think you had, you had, you had, I had had started doing that after I stopped playing baseball, which is when I was like 21. Right. And, um, yeah, yeah. I got back into it because my family's in it and I didn't really have anywhere else to go. So I thought, fuck it, you know, I'll try it. And, um, and yeah, you know, it it took about five or six years to really like catch something. Uh, it was pretty cool. Jesse was in a top 10 Netflix series, uh, Selena. Mm Mm-hmm. We've all we've all watched it, and I remember uh, watching the first season, and the entire time waiting I was for Jesse to get on there. I was waiting for waiting for you, like waiting to see you on there, and then you know, I was watching it with my brother, uh, Tony Slauson and shit, mm-hmm. and this was like over the course of like a couple days or whatever, and uh, we're all just hanging out, and it was just like on in the background, and then we hear like a fucking doorbell, and we're like. That's definitely got to be Jesse at that door. <laughs> <laughs> and then we see you, and you just got fucking long hair. It took a couple episodes for me to be like, that's that's not my friend. That's a fucking, that's the character. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think you did a great job with Thank it. You. Thank you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but, I mean, the funny thing is, is, like, that that character I was playing wasn't, too far off from like who I am, right? Really. You know, it's not like I was I was had a I was had a British accent with the peg leg or anything like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was just this dude. It was like this 19, 20 year old dude who loved rock rock music, loved a Latina girl. Mm-hmm. That's me. That's all I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it was cool. Um, we filmed it in in Rosarito, Mexico, which is like twenty miles south of Tijuana, 
It's like the Santa Monica of Mexico. It's like kind of touristy. Okay. It's right in the ocean. Um, and it was really dope, dude. The people down there are cool. Food's cool. The drinking was cool. And yeah, I mean, dude, the fuck, I've, I've worked on a few sets out here and they're cool, but there's something about just the hospitality and, and the way, the work ethic out there. Nobody, nobody slacked. Everybody went hard every day. And it was just a really fun environment. All my castmates are cool. So for that first season, how long were you down there? Um, I got there January, early January, like the first week. And we were supposed to come back in May, but we got shut down in March because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were about like a week away from being done with the first season. And then we came home, came home for five months and like had no idea what was going on. And then we finally went back and finished it in about three months. Damn, that's that seems like a really fast turnaround. Well, we shot three episodes at a time. Like um, holy shit, and they were they were long. Each one was like forty five minutes, I think. Yeah. yeah, we would shoot like episode three hundred one, three hundred two, and three hundred three at the same time. Like you know, you'd you'd go and shoot a scene from the first episode, right? And then go back to your dressing room, get changed, and shoot one from the third episode. Which you think is, is that tough? You think as, you as think it's conf- you think it's confusing, but I, I don't know, like. You follow the you follow along you follow the story but you you kind of go into every scene once you get in there and you start working the lines it's all that matters just that one scene yeah you don't really, you're not really thinking about what happened in the previous scene or the next scene so it, you, once you get locked in it's kind of easy I need to ask about your hair okay um one how long did it take and two uh-huh. did it feel weird mm. on your head it's horrible I I, I <laughs> for the first for the first like two episodes. If if you watched it, that my hair is like down and everywhere, and then they t- they put it back in a ponytail, and so that was fine. But for the first two like two episodes, and we're right there on the water, really windy, and that shit was just always in my face, always in my mouth. I couldn't eat. They had to like put hair nets on me. It's really <laughs> irritating. But um, I had to get my tattoos covered up, my face makeup done, and my hair put on all at the same time. Which made it kind of easier. Like, there were, like, four people working on me at one time. How long did that take? Like, a half hour. It's not, not too bad. Yeah, not long at all. Um, anybody else have anything like that? Like, anybody else have uh, tattoos? This, or? Not, no, not like me. Um, there was one dude who had, like, some crazy hair. But all they had to do was, uh, they put, like, all this crazy mousse in my hair, matted it down, and then put, like, 30 bobby pins just to keep it down, and then they put this, like, hook thing on the front of my hair and then hook on the back, like, the bottom part of my hair, and they would take the wig, place it in the front part, and then stretch it all the way down to the back, and then lock it in, and then it'd be good to go. And then they would, like, put some shit in that hair and then, like, tie it back. So, and yeah, I didn't really like it. No? Yeah, there's there's a part in the show where, like, where, like he gets a haircut, and it's just my regular hair, and I <laughs> loved that. It was great. <laughs> Which actually took more time to, like, do it. Because the dude's hair was, like, always slicked back. Yeah. And mine's, like, thick and curly and doesn't really do that. So that almost took more time than the wig. Would you ever grow a ponytail like that? Fuck no. No? <laughs> Absolutely After not. After experience, I thought you rocked it. hair gets stuck in your lip gloss in the wind. You know what and I, mean? I would. They would put fucking, like, yeah. lip gloss on me. It's put terrible. lip gloss on you? Yeah. Just to, like, make it shine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's annoying. Hated it. Hate long hair. Remember that scene from White Chicks? She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was doing all day long. But uh, it was funny. Like I would, I, that's how like everyone knew me on set for the first little while. And then there were times where I'd get out of makeup and then go and hang out on set, and nobody knew who I was. Like they would go from treating me as like an actor, which gets treated really well on set, to like an extra. 
Like, like they wouldn't really, the, no one would. Like, where's your pass or yeah, thing? Yeah, totally. Yeah, like nobody, the, the respect went way down after I, I would Damn. take the wig out because they didn't recognize me. How was, uh, what was the crafty like? Crafty, there was a, they had a, they had a truck that would like make us quesadillas or like little sandwiches. I would always get this like ham and cheese sandwich with jalapenos on it. It was really good. Um, but then they would, they would always kind of like give us fruit with tahini on it. Yeah. It was good. It wasn't like usually. I fucking love that shit. Yeah. Tahini's my shit. They love it down there. Um, usually there's just a table and you, and it's got like coffee and donuts and like gum and shit. But this one was actually pretty dope. Good food too. Like they just had food trucks everywhere. So doing the shit in three months, season, season two, how long did season one take? Same time. The whole, I was oh, yeah. there in total of like six months. Okay. What are the hours like? Uh, day? before COVID it was 12 hour days. Okay. And like, like for me, for the actor, it's not that bad because I, I work for an hour, go kick it for an hour, come back for two hours, go kick it for a few hours. The worst part was just waiting around. You, like, yeah. you get like super tired, just like lounging in your room. Um, but like everyone else who's working is there on their feet all day long. Right. Like, they don't get any breaks. If they slack a little bit, they're out, you know? Yeah. But what, so they, they weren't that bad. And then once you come back from COVID, they were 10 hour days. Okay. Which was a little better. When you weren't shooting, what was life like? There, like, did you have, did you have fun? Did you just go out? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So when when I first went there, I, I they put us up in like the nicest hotel. Mm-hmm. That's right in the water, and right down there is just all the touristy spots. So there's bars and there's taco places. So like my whole routine was, like, I would go and shoot, and if I'm back by like nine or ten p.m., I would just walk down the street, go drink for a little bit, and then get like nine or ten tacos at whatever taco joint, and then just come back <laughs> up and chill. And then every now and again, there was, like, these little bars that had karaoke, and you get these funny people rolling, like, these really old Mexican dudes come in and just sing, like, old westerny Mexican songs. Um, really, like, really a lot of characters out there. But it was cool. I mean, sometimes I'd go walk on the beach. There was always shit to do. They had, like, horseback riding on the beach and ATVs and those, like, weird, like, water jetpacks. We've mm-hmm. seen those in fucking Havasu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I never did any of them, but... Um, but it was, it, was, it, was the, it was usually pretty, like, mellow out there. But as we were about to leave to come home, it was, like, uh, what's it called? Spring break? Mm-hmm. And so it started getting, like, really packed with just all these kids from, like, San Diego. It was cool. I live right next to Papa's and Beer. You ever heard of Papa's and Beer? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just this huge, like, huge bar thing. And they, they have, right before we were about to leave, they had, like, this festival lined up with all these rappers coming out. But I don't think it happened. Um... But it was right down the street from me. I never went. They'll literally, like, come out. They're, like, blowing whistles yeah. and shit. They're making drinks with, like, fire. <laughs> yeah, there's people who would walk up and down the the beach with just booze. And, like, they'd say, hey, do you want do you want to partake? And yeah. you'd say, in what? <laughs> and they say, okay, here we go. And then they just, like, <laughs> tilt your head back and just pour all this booze down your throat. <laughs> grab a beer. Pour the whole thing down. Blow these whistles. Ah, la, la, la. Do all this crazy shit. Smack and, you on the ass and then leave. Yeah, and in like, in like five minutes, you're just plastered. You don't know what just happened. You think you just got raped. You might have. Um, but no, they have a lot of fun down there. Really good fun. Did you ever hang out with like the the cast? Yeah. I, in the first little bit, like the whole cast was living in these really nice condos about five miles up from me. And then in my hotel, it was me and like two or three other kids who, at the time, our roles weren't as big as everyone else's. Right, because you just came in towards the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we, we had our own hotel. We would all hang out with each other. And then, for the second part, they moved us to the condos. 
and it's nowhere near anything. It's like in the middle of nowhere. It's really close to our set, but it was like in the middle of nowhere, so we couldn't go and hang out and and um, mingle with everybody. Uh, but we figured we figured out how to do it. Like we we would like just kind of hang out in one person's apartment, just chill. I was gonna ask this earlier because um, you said you would shoot like three scenes at a time on like a particular set or whatever. What's like the what's like the warm up? like for that like did you guys like have to like sit in a trailer the or ni- like practice lines the night before we would get our scenes for the next day i would have maybe three or four scenes to go the next day and so i would just look over my shit if it was a big one learn it quick yeah but you i don't know it's kind of you 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 read it over you learn it and then you get there and you kind of do a few takes a few warm-up takes and then you're okay. ready to go um but if ever i had like a big scene with anybody i would just kind of like hook up with them and we'd go over it the night before just so that we're ready to go um, I wanted to, like, before we close this, since everyone's going to hear this song tomorrow, mm-hmm. um, it's too late to pre-save. If you haven't pre-saved it yet, then what the fuck are you doing listening to this? You're probably not. <laughs> you're probably not listening to this. Mm-mm. But you're um, going to have to now. Yeah, you're going to have to, because I am going to play this shit. All right, I'm going to cue this up. For your own good. You fuck your own goat. TV's not working. You mean that old-ass TV doesn't work? Come on, Jesse, you switched to digital like 10 years ago. No one fucking uses analog anymore. Where's Rob? I don't know. He said he was going to be here about an hour ago. Oh, it must be him. Why the fuck would Rob knock? Yo, dude, it's unlocked. Come in. Jesse, go get the door. Micropods by PCL.